This podcast was created as a part of Podcast Lab by India Film Project in association with Anchor by Spotify. Hello everyone welcome back to another episode of Booty and the Binge my name is Jinu and with me i have my dear dear friend Adi hi Adi hey everyone hey Jinu what's up so those of you who are joining us for the very first time we are two queer folks from india who like to talk about their very gay lives and also talk about some queer shows queer content uh, and at the end of the podcast we are going to give you a verdict as to whether you should watch this show slash movie slash short film or not so stick around for that so adi how was your week my week was um okay while i thought that nothing happened in my week uh, but a lot of things actually did happen i watched the house of gucci oh yes oh my god where yeah. did you watch it wait was it pirated <laughs> No, 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 no! I watched it in theater. I I spent money on it. Yeah, is it already it, out in the theaters? Yeah, twenty six November it came out. What the fuck? Why did you not tell really? me? I could have. Come. I thought you would have known about it. I really thought you would have known about it. So I knew it was released abroad. I had no idea it was released in India. I'll tell you what. Released so I had set up an alert on Book My Show for this movie, yeah. and I am yeah. now mad at Book My Show people because I did not get a notification that it is it has released in India. So I'll tell you something. I checked. I saw the trailer, and I was like, no, no shit that it's not going to release in India. and i went on book my show and i checked no before that i googled so it hmm. said 24th or 26th hmm. so i checked and i saw which all theaters the movie will be in and uh, can i go so on the 24th it showed that it's going to release only in one theater in south bombay that's uh, phoenix low per like yeah. i'm yeah. sure yeah. ha yeah. <laughs> all, then, all those all of these movies only release at phoenix low per yeah yeah <laughs> and then uh, vishal my dear friend who's also an influencer shout out to him shout out to him do come on the podcast soon yeah yes yes and wait to have you on our podcast and so give us some shout out and followers yeah he told me that house of gucci has released and it's there in infinity mall and in orbit mall and all these malls are very close to my house i'm still not going to reveal my address uh, but uh, yeah i live in malad I live in Malad West, Mumbai. You have sh- told everything. Now just tell them the street, also building, also flat number, also. I think that was the only part left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then, yeah, like I could literally walk to these theaters and go. So that's what I did. But I was babysitting my cousins as well during this time because my parents and their parents had gone for a wedding. So I took my cousins as well, and they were really keen. For the first time, more straight people were keen to watch the House of Gucci than gay people, and it it was my brother who straight, my cousins who are straight, my other cousin who is my age but he's straight, and he was like, "Let's watch House of Gucci, yeah, yeah, yeah." I don't know. They were trying to be supportive, or they were actually interested in it. But um, did we like the film? Maybe not. Oh. I'm going to be honest. Oh my I'm going God. to be very honest. 
no 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 yeah. we are going to edit this part out of this podcast because <laughs> this podcast is only for standing lady gaga we can't yeah. say anything bad about her so yeah yeah lady lady gaga was good in the film but not the story of it <laughs> i heard it's very lengthy it is lengthy yes yeah that was the first uh, reaction my friend said that oh my god it's hum saath saath hain yeah surely not hum saath saath hain given that somebody murders uh, somebody else so <laughs> Yeah, so uh, initially, like my initial part of the week was with my cousins. A lot of food. We also have a projector, so we watched a lot of films at house, um, and um, ate a lot of food again. And then they left, and my mom really yelled at me for eating so much food uh-huh. because my weight's increasing. Sorry, <laughs> my my weight's on the rise, constantly gaining day by day. So yeah, work-wise, my week was very chill. Nothing happened at work. I hope my boss didn't so listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hmm. Maybe that's the winter season. It's rolling in, and everybody's feeling lazy. Nobody wants to get out of their blankies. Yeah. Hmm. How was your week, Jeenu? my week let me just list down the things that i've done nothing <laughs> nothing i didn't do anything i just worked i just worked yeah. and i feel like this podcast is slowly becoming the platform where i come for ranting about my work so yeah. uh, let me try minimizing that a little bit but still <laughs> i mean i seriously didn't do anything apart from work there was this really important launch that i was handling we are still in the middle of that launch so uh, yeah. I think even next week I'm going to talk only about work. <laughs> There is nothing in uh, nothing else interesting happening. I um, although have started planning about my uh, Christmas plans and New Year plans because that's the only thing that is keep giving me hope right now. I am yeah. like only thinking about okay, this is only for a couple of weeks, and after that it's the end of the year. That's when everybody wants to chill, and I'm not going to give two shits about my work then. So <laughs> I'm just waiting for this month to get over. <laughs> yeah, that's where I'm so, at. But then, um, how does it work for you, like? you plan your christmas and your new years and does it actually happen the way that you've planned well not most of the times but see my thing is now i'm really good at making myself happy i think over the period of time <laughs> i have just learned that skill like even mm-hmm. if somebody else is messing up my plan i'll just like make up some other plan on the go mm-hmm. and i'll just try to enjoy that then like it's yeah. difficult to uh, make me really you know uh, if i am deciding i want to have a good time i will have a good time you can't yeah. you can't do anything about it yeah <laughs> so yeah i think i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing but yeah i'm mm. very <laughs> sorted that way and what do you like to do for new year's eve are you like a proper party person and like you like stepping out or a house party person so i am a very house party person so usually uh, okay my new year plans used to be very set used to be with my uh, closest friends uh, wow. i have this group of six friends we have been together since years and years now and every year yeah. so we used to have house party at this one of my, one of my friends house and uh, now the thing is some of them have gotten married some of them have moved towns 
so this year after a long time uh, we are not going to be together for new years so oh. now i'm going into like a proper new year plan but yeah those house parties used to be insane we used to like drink like crazy do like crazy oh shit and every year i don't know why but we used to just end up crying our hearts out and it used to be just the weirdest thing ever like i oh. have some of the most weirdest videos from the new year parties like <laughs> somebody okay. is crying somebody is consoling them somebody is just yeah. like doing like some sort of weird headstands in the background it's really weird shit like we just used to go crazy on new years wow. but this year i'm not doing that so i have i am in the process of making another plan so yeah amazing what about you what uh, i i heard you are going to a really interesting party on the new years my my friends party it's going to be a house party so i realized that uh, last year's new years eve party gave us the confidence to just keep hosting parties and like all the parties which happened after that were pretty much new years eve so we've constantly celebrated new years eve throughout the year and uh, now we have nothing new to do on the new years eve so i think it's going to be just friends sitting together having some alcohol and uh, you know what new you can try this new year yeah. Yeah. you could have invited me that could have been new <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh my god yes <laughs> i'm going to make it the ellen show and be like we invited you but you declined our invitation <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you know you're always invited you can just come it's just that we thought that you won't be in town That's what, that's exactly what yeah, I don't. I I don't. I actually don't know if I'm going to be in the town because uh, yeah. so one of our friends who stays in another city, uh, mm. a, a friend that you also know of, uh, they are inviting us to uh, their place. So I'm probably planning to go, mm. but I also don't want to spend any money. So I'm still figuring yeah. out whether I want to spend so much on flight tickets because flight tickets during uh, Christmas and New Year season are like crazy. Are the max? Yeah. Yes. So I should probably book tickets by mm. now because. Uh, everything is getting sold out so yeah. and after that it's going to be even more costlier so i'm still yeah. figuring that out so yeah yeah, yeah. but uh, thank you for inviting me i think yeah. uh, this is going to be yeah. my great backup plan yeah. so please don't yeah. bail on me if nothing goes up i'm, I'm <laughs> loving this podcast and the kind of things we land up doing through it yeah. amazing Also speaking of doing new things and trying new things we are trying a new thing on the pod today uh, we have never reviewed a short film yet so yes. uh, this is the first time we are going to be talking about a short film so yeah. adi do you want to introduce our listeners to the short film yes short film that we have seen is called geeli pucci it's available on netflix not by the name geeli pucci you will have to look for ajeeb dastans a j e b uh and dastans uh however you want to spell it i'm sure netflix will help you after that uh and it's basically a compilation of many short films and one of that is gili puchi which comes uh at the third number in the whole sequence um the film stars konkana sen sharma and aditi rao hedri and uh, both of them are playing lesbian women but at the same time dealing with their own shit and uh, it's a very unique story very very unique story there are many many levels and angles to it and uh, we will discuss about them one by one that's what we'll do absolutely um, 
at this at the first level i loved the film hmm and uh, i was i was very proud of this film honestly yeah and i'll tell you why but uh, yeah if you have any uh, opening thoughts about the film why don't you start with that my first thought was i did not know aditi ra hyderi is such a good actor i had no idea she has done such an amazing job so i like konkana sen we have seen her work before we have we know she can pull off any kind of role and of course she has just nailed this one as well she is the meryl streep of india if i may say or rather meryl streep is uh, konkana sen of hollywood <laughs> let's just put it that way but yeah uh, aditi ra hyderi i was surprised like she is so good in this movie um also you mentioned this is a unique story i think from the point of view of uh, films yeah this is a story that has never been touched upon maybe but then uh, this is a story about uh, queer people from the tier to tier three parts of india and i feel like this might not be a unique story i mean this could be a story of millions of women out there we don't yeah. know about it so yeah. i am really glad that a topic like that that got picked up and the complexity of human relationship that the movie has shown like it's not like a linear love story like just yeah. two women meet each other they fall, find, fall in love with each other and that's the like you know they live happily ever after this is not that kind of a story yeah. this has a lot of ups and downs in a very short span of time it just made gave me like the whole experience of uh, what um what queer people from the smallest of the towns might be going through uh, mm. we in a lot of ways living in big cities like mumbai are privileged uh, that people around us are way more aware not necessarily accepting but at least aware uh, yeah. which is not the case in fact uh, I'll, i i would i would like to mention a personal anecdote over here uh, my family does come from a smaller town and when i first came out to my family it was a completely alien topic for them Mm-hmm. so a lot of process had to be you know they had to go through a lot of things to properly understand me first of all and then yeah. the acceptance process started but then again we are right now in a city environment where there are resources available for them to understand things whereas i can't imagine what a person from a smaller town who are yeah. coming to terms with their sexuality in that town or rather trying to live their truth in whichever way possible in that town I don't yeah. know what they might be going through and this movie touches upon that topic really beautifully. So yeah. overall uh, hats off just for taking up this subject hats off the way the movie has been handled. I think yeah. I've been just like uh, giving my initial and final thoughts together in this but yeah th- those are my initial thoughts. Hmm. So I'll tell you something and this is something that I realized about me watching queer films um because i am also a queer person i start identifying with at least one character in the film and you know their experiences and their life story becomes my life story and in the end whatever happens to the character either that character is victorious or that character is defeated becomes my victory or defeat hmm and in this film the character that i resonated with was konkana sen sharma's character and definitely she was victorious in the end and i felt super spoiler sad. alert come on spoiler <laughs> alert yeah <laughs> yeah yeah uh but i think i i realized i had a reflection on my you know watching behavior and watching pattern that this is how i observe and absorb stories 
so that was interesting um talking about the two ta- characters because it's a character based film uh we have konkana sen sharma who identifies as a lesbian is working at a factory uh and has one aspiration in life which is to become a data operator which is a white collar job right now she is doing a blue collar job in the factory and while she's very good at it but she's also academically good and they use multiple tools to establish that um they they mention how much percentage she has got in bcom and what all softwares she knows how to solve and like the fact that she could answer all the questions in the interview um so they establish that she's smart but at the same time she's not getting the job of a data operator which is a proper table chair white collar job is because of her caste and that becomes the first hurdle her her primary hurdle is her caste and not really her sexuality because that is something that she has made peace with but also and, sexuality yeah. na like uh, okay uh, jumping ahead a little bit so yeah. uh, opposite of that is the character of uh, aditi rao hydri yeah. who uh, is well kind of trying to uh, uh, make sense of her orientation but at the same time she is married to a, a man uh, yeah. she has the traditional household where she is bahu of uh, a very traditional indian family uh, so she gets the job that konkana was buying for so yeah. of course caste angle was a really huge angle in this they establish how privileged aditi rao hydri is yes but yeah. also uh, Aditi Rao Hydri was more acceptable for these people because she came from a family background whereas Konkana Sen was a single woman who was living like a tomboy who people may have assumed was uh, uh, queer uh, so that maybe assumption was also playing against her because uh, there are like subtle hints at this like for example uh, in the in very on the very first day at at her job Aditi Rao Hydri's uh, character asks konkana's character where is the ladies room and uh, there is no ladies room because uh, like konkana is not getting treated like a woman over there they are yeah. just treating her like a man she is using men's restroom yeah. and then uh, over the course of the film they actually plan to install a ladies room just for aditi rao hydri's character because she is considered as this family ideal woman because she yeah. has uh, the typical uh, you know uh, heterosexual lifestyle so uh, yeah casteism is definitely a huge angle to this but the reason she is being discriminated against is also because of the assumption that she might be queer don't you think i don't think so no um so and that's again highlighted in the film that men are so busy in their lives that they that you know a lesbian relationship or females you know female bodies having um, other forms of sexuality or gender identities is out of their imagination so they can't even imagine that kind of possibility and that i feel um uh, you know gives a little bit of like it, it's 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 established you know a little vaguely you know mm-hmm. uh, in, in the film so for instance um you know the, the difference i see and at a very broad level uh, is like outside of this short film but in in the whole uh, what the, the medley of uh, the, the 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 you know the whole set of short films the very first film um, 
also has a gay angle but the boys get caught by the dad and then the family is trying really hard to cover that up but here in this case nobody could even imagine what two women must be doing hmm. you know okay two women are best friends i i constantly kept feeling that cast was so there are two characters and both of them are having different conflicts and different stories hence so talking about aditi rao hedri's character is also very interesting she's not somebody who's coming out or realizing about her sexuality mm. now she's done it before yeah she had a best friend she exactly knows what it means and she's longing for it in fact right now she was uh, looking for the next person you know she was very strategic about it and she was plotting everything and she was laying down the entire conversation in order to capture her next prey it felt like yeah. or rather just giving her hints that if you want to make a move like ha huh. yeah. yeah yeah and uh, she knew how it felt it wasn't that you know she was feeling all of those things for the first time she exactly knew how it felt um, but at the same time cast kind of overtakes the conversation and the moment she realizes that kongna sen sharma is from mondal uh, caste uh, which is a dalit caste she kinds of steps back and you know uh, decides that okay fine i cannot be as visible and you know out there with her as i was before but i can still you know like do hanky panky with her so she would specifically not you know spend time with her in front of managers at work and those kind of things but would come back you know in the changing room and try to have conversations now kongna sen sharma realizes that because she is not naive after all she has also seen enough life and yeah. that's the interesting part where she says that you were trying to use me now i will do the exact thing with you and instead of just crying and being angry about it i will use you know everything in my uh, my possibility to actually suck out you know the, the best opportunity from you and that's exactly what she does yeah yeah i also loved the whole structure of the film there is a yeah. scene uh, where uh, okay the scene that you only mentioned just now where mm-hmm. both of them are sitting by the river side uh, are having a very heartfelt conversation uh, where mm-hmm. uh, konkana tells her that she's actually the lit and that's when that switch happens and the very next scene is uh, the office is throwing a surprise birthday party for uh, uh, aditi's character yeah. and aditi asks uh, uh, bharti who is konkana's character to st- stay outside of the cabin she gets called inside the cabin but not to join the party but to serve to cake good. to other people yeah. all of these things are picturized in such a beautiful way the expressions of all the actors the way the uh, the music of the whole thing Yeah. Oh my god I just had goosebumps I was just feeling so bad for uh, Kumran's character Yeah and remember so how the film like you were telling the, the opening scene where uh, both the females are sitting in the cafeteria and Aditi Rao Hedri asks Konkana that where is the washroom and she yes. says that there is no female washroom cut to this scene this uh, you know happy birthday scene where they're celebrating Aditi Rao Hedri's birthday uh, managers say that you know for you we have got a ladies washroom built exactly so, that's why i was saying ki there is some yeah. amount of so see yeah you are right in the sense that a lot of men from uh, these smaller places may not assume that two women might be doing no, something no no so together, the, the point still... the, the point that i'm trying to come to is that only when somebody from the upper caste 
and upper class uh, highlights a problem it you know it gets a certain attention and goes for agreed, solution agreed agreed yeah yeah you know, because uh, there was kongana sin sharma's character as well and nobody thought about making a female washroom for her uh you know all this while and she's been working there for quite some time and that got me wondering about what really happens within the lgbtq community within india yeah so many of us you know we've been um uh you know like you know finally a lot of revolution is coming on board and people are working in in every way possible trying to change things um but they're only changing for a certain caste and a certain class you know all these changes are still not very inclusive yeah, we are yeah. still forgetting about the issues faced by our dalit queer friends uh you know we are still forgetting issues about people with multiple uh you know life structures life journeys or just economically and, uh, yeah. underprivileged people yeah yeah and just because they are not you know somebody we should be listening to or listening at uh it becomes an issue and we are not even listening to their problems you know forget about solution and that's that's very clearly shown through this particular sequence is what i felt absolutely in fact i am right now remembering uh, one thing that happened during uh, i think one of the mumbai prides where somebody brought a dalit flag and some people had issues with that because people yeah. were saying that uh, it's diluting uh, the queer identity and it's not part of the conversation but that's not true i mean yeah. this is a conversation about inclusion so and this is a political conversation so yeah. we need to have all of these discussions together and not just like oh let's just solve one problem which is for this type of people and then move to another that kind mm-hmm. of uh, solution can't work ever true that point was highlighted really really well is what i felt in the film and um, you know like i told you i started relating a lot with konkana sin sharma's character and whatever she was doing gave me a very new perspective like i tried to put myself in her shoes and said that okay let's say if tomorrow uh, you know the person i am seeing uh, kind of turns their back towards me after knowing about my uh, my uh, my caste you know or or anything else um how would i feel and my very natural reaction would have been that i would be angry and uh, i would be really upset about it which konkana sharma did feel you know and it she felt it but for a very short time and that shows that this you know has happened with her before and yeah. she's learned she's learned how to deal with it in fact now she knows how to take advantage of the situation and actually turn around the story for her benefit and uh, that's exactly what happened and after that i was so proud of her and um, yeah it was absolutely it was Absolutely, I feel like life makes queer people so tough because we do go through a lot of difficult experiences that a lot of other people don't have to go through, and yeah. we go through those experiences on daily basis. So yeah, uh, I I mean I completely related with that. Like sometimes life just kicks you down, but you know those things are going to happen. So just like pull yourself back up and get started with your day. So yeah, yeah. I completely agree. In fact, I can I be honest with you? Uh, yeah. I was. a bit scared to watch this film earlier uh, when you first suggested this to me yeah. uh, for a simple reason um i feel like a lot of times these kind of stories just put me back in a very dark 
space and maybe yeah. i was just trying to uh, you know not touch upon those memories yeah. or not touch upon those kind of uh, experiences from the past and uh, make sure that i only stay uh, positive in my head but then of course i mean toxic positivity is also a thing but then sometimes you just want to be happy and not think about yeah. things that mess your weekend up but this movie didn't do that this movie did not do that this movie was uh, all sorts of emotions it did make me feel really emotional at one point i did feel like crying at one point but then again at, at, as you mentioned there was a victorious ending so yeah. that again made me feel very elated so yes this movie is not going to give you bt so if that's what you're worried about don't think yes. about that <laughs> yes. so should we move to our final thoughts on the film now absolutely what was your verdict uh, are you giving it a booty or a binge i'm giving it a binge for sure and it's a short film so there is uh, not a lot for you to binge on but you should definitely do it um you should definitely watch it once for education i guess for just realizing that there are other kinds of narratives as well apart from just the romantic storytelling uh so apart from just romil and jiggle <laughs> yeah romil and jiggle what about you same here same here i think this is a must watch movie a uh, short film for everyone not just queer people i think this is something it it deserves an oscar like literally like i was feeling like uh, uh, can i make a nomination for oscars you know yeah. can i just send it out uh, is there like some process for that can people vote for that if that was the case i would have done it for this movie it mm. was that yeah. great and i feel like like you said it's educational also informational also and at the same time very emotional so yeah. do watch it and with that we have come to an end of this episode if you liked it um, do give it a thumbs up start following us on spotify and uh, stay tuned for more episodes uh we release one every week or we try to at least um we are also there on social media we are live on instagram you can follow us by the same name booty and the binge and um, that's the best way to stay in touch with us and keep knowing what's happening um until then uh a goodbye and take care of your health and your loved ones bye